how Ryan Day should respond if Bill O'Brien leaves Ohio State to become the head coach at Boston College. You are Locked On Buckeyes, your daily podcast on the Ohio State Buckeyes. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Receiving unexpected news is never fun. It may shake you up a little bit. Ryan, they got some recently and regarded a coach that he hired just a few weeks ago. Welcome in, Buckeye fans, to a Tuesday edition of Locked on Buckeyes here on Tuesday, February 6th in the year 2024. I'm your host, Jay Stevens, also the host of the Jay Stevens Podcast. And today's episode is brought to you by FanDuel. Make every moment more. New customers join today and you'll get $200 in bonus bets if your first bet of $5 or more wins, visit FanDuel.com slash locked on to get started. Ohio State recently hired Bill O'Brien to be the offensive coordinator and quarterback coach for the Buckeyes in the upcoming season. Bill O'Brien's from Boston. Bill O'Brien has ties to Boston. And when Boston College's head coaching job came open, of course, that might be something that might pull Bill O'Brien in. There are reports out there that Bill O'Brien is considering the head coaching vacancy at Boston College to potentially leave Ohio State to go back up to the northeastern portion of the country to be a head coach in college football once again. And Ryan Day's in a very abnormal spot. Most coaches don't hire a guy for them to simply leave a few weeks later, which some might say Ryan Day should be upset, should be uh, pissed off, whatever you want to call it. Okay, what well, if that's the emotions he has, cool. But Ryan Day shouldn't freak out and just rush to hire the next guy that's available because that could be the wrong move and the wrong move for the Buckeyes offense in the future. Think about what would happen if Bill O'Brien leaves. And there are mixed reports out there. I saw one from, I think it's the Boston Herald, and then the Columbus Dispatch wrote a, wrote a report following up on the one from the Boston Herald. And then I saw Pete Thamel saying, look, Boston College is going to do in-person interviews starting on Tuesday, hoping and looking to potentially make a decision by the weekend. So there were thoughts, even when I first heard about this report, that this was going to be a done deal by Monday afternoon into the evening. But Pete Thamel was hearing something different. And what Pete Thamel hears sometimes is gospel. So people hear what Pete Thamel says or read his reports, and so be it. And it kind of rules out all the other stuff. Now, Pete Thamel's not perfect. Nobody's perfect. He's gotten things wrong before. But generally, his track record lately, especially with the coaching vacancies and searches, it's been so good, people just follow what he has to say. Which goes back to Ryan Day. If Ryan Day heard this report, he may have heard known about this prior to this actually coming out. But if Ryan Day hires a guy and things are going well and he talks to the media and everything looks like Bill O'Brien in Ohio State is going to be a good marriage for a short time, then all of a sudden, oh, no, the guy we thought was going to lead our quarterback, Will Howard, might not be here. If you freak out, man, that could mess up Will Howard. It could mess up Lincoln Keenholds. It could mess up Aaron Nolan, Julian Sand, Devin Brown. It could mess up a lot of those guys in that room. It could also mess up some of them coaches and some of them players that are also on the offensive side of the ball and saying, look, we wanted to play under Bill O'Brien. We see how you freaking out. You bring this, this guy in. Not going to say any names of the individual that might come in or worse to describe who, who that guy might be or how they might perform. 
I'm not using words like that. All I'm saying is if you bring in the wrong guy, talk about a way to shake up the culture in a room, in a locker room, and to make things uh, a little uneasy in the film room, do that. <laughs> bring in the wrong guy and see what happens. But I'm not saying Ryan Day's, Ryan Day's going to bring in the wrong guy. I'm not saying that. But what I am saying is this. Ryan Day needs, needs to make sure he responds in the proper way. Ryan Day needs to make sure he doesn't make any quick decisions, that he thinks things through, that he goes over things with his advisors, that he makes sure that no matter what, he doesn't rush to simply make a decision to fill a vacancy. And a big thing that Ryan Day can do if Bill O'Brien leaves is still run the offense. It's still coach the quarterbacks. And Corey Dennis is still on staff. Now, Corey Dennis might not want to be back the quarterback coach at Ohio State because he's going to be in a lesser role right now. But ultimately, if he does want to be, if Bill O'Brien leaves and he says, okay, cool, I'll go back to coaching quarterbacks and get that salary and do the things I've been doing at Ohio State for the past few years, great. But also, also, this is also a time, if Bill O'Brien leaves, that Brian Hardline can step up as well. Because remember, Bill O'Brien came in with the OC tag. It wasn't a co-OC, co-OC type of deal like Urban Meyer had a couple times. No, this is Bill O'Brien's the OC and the quarterback coach, and Hartline is the co-OC. So he's second on that offensive coaching staff in the assistant category to kind of be the guy that's kind of learning. I'm not saying he's an intern, but you could kind of use that as, hey, I am learning from a guy who has been coaching at this high-level profession for over 30 years. But if Ryan Day isn't comfortable with Brian Hartline running the entire offense and calling the plays, Ryan Day could do it himself, which goes into why it's another angle. There are so many angles to the story that he can't freak out. Now, something to keep in mind with Bill O'Brien, his son currently has a severe medical condition. Goes to school up there in Boston, but also he has a severe medical condition. Now, one person said the doctor that's treating him is the best person in the country to treat this uh, illness. I don't know that to be exact, but I do know he's one of the best around to actually handle and deal with the disease and the ailment that Bill O'Brien's son currently has. So maybe, just maybe, getting that time over there in New England, got to figure things out with the family. And maybe Bill O'Brien is entertaining this uh, job at Boston College. Maybe it's not because he wants to be a head coach again at the next level at co in college. Maybe it is the fact that this is a family matter. And the best way to, for his family to do things that way is for Bill O'Brien to go back to Boston, where his family currently is, where he is from, where there's medical care for his son. And that's why he's entertaining this job. But also keep this in mind. Nobody knows if he's going to get the job. So there's a lot of reports out there. Bill O'Brien, they're finalizing deals. There's going to be a heavily incented, uh, incentivized deal. And, hey, this thing might be finalized soon to all of a sudden know they're doing in-person interviews today. Bill O'Brien might not get the job, but if he does, great for his family. If he doesn't, good for Ohio State. But also, 
if things don't go right with the family, that might shake up how well Bill O'Brien coaches this year at Ohio State. That is something else to keep in mind. The story is not complete. It's not ended. There's going to be more coming out about this story throughout the week. Make sure you follow me on Twitter at jstevenjoel 7 Make sure you subscribe on the YouTube at Locked on Buckeyes or just search Locked on Buckeyes. We will be dropping YouTube shorts periodically throughout the week. Kind of an instant reaction to news coming out, not just about Bill O'Brien, but about other things going on with the Ohio State Buckeye football team. Also, there's a basketball game, I do believe, this evening. Uh, Indiana IU plays at Ohio State. And both teams are have coaches and coaches and have teams that well are not playing up to their potential, or maybe this is their potential and it's not very good. Whatever it may be, this is a big game for both squads because it could be a year where both Mike Woodson and Chris Holtman could be up out of town. I'll be at the game on Saturday. I'll get up away from the basketball team. That's going to upset me. Coming up next, wow, that happened quickly. What is the potential impact on the players if Bill O'Brien leaves Ohio State? We'll dive into that next on Locked on Buckeyes. This episode is brought to you by FanDuel Sportsbook. Happy Super Bowl to all who celebrate from FanDuel, America's number one sportsbook. If you're like me, Super Bowl Sunday is all about scoring the best seat on the couch, grabbing your favorite football snacks, and grabbing some super, excuse me, placing some super bets. FanDuel has so many ways for you to end the season with a W or two or maybe even three. Not only can you bet on who will win Super Bowl 58, but FanDuel also has bets for which players will score a touchdown, how many points will be scored, and so much more. New customers join today, and you'll get $200 in bonus bets if your first bet of $5 or more wins. Just visit FanDuel.com slash locked on to sign up. Once again, that's FanDuel.com slash locked on. Make every moment more with FanDuel, an official sports book partner of the NFL. Locked On has launched the first ever national sports 24-7 streaming channel on the YouTube. Locked On Sports Today is here for you 24-7, covering the top sports stories of the day with the local experts of Locked On Plus, our national shows covering every league. Go to Locked On Sports Today on the YouTube and subscribe to the first ever national sports 24-7 streaming channel found only at the Locked On Podcast Network, your team, every day. Think about how you were when you were a coach and you, excuse me, when you were a player and a coach that you had been working with and that had believed in you and was doing amazing things to help you progress as a player, all of a sudden he was gone. Think about how you felt. Think about the emotions you had. You might be reliving, reliving some of those currently as we speak because some of those things don't go away. Now, the interesting thing about Bill O'Brien potentially leaving Ohio State to go to Boston College is he's only been here for a couple weeks. But these are guys he's working with. He was actually in Ohio State in Columbus, I do believe, on Monday. So it's not like he's been away for a while. He's currently working with the guys right now. You have a guy, Will Howard, who transferred to Ohio State, committed to Ohio State before Bill O'Brien became the OC, but is looking forward to being coached by Bill O'Brien. What if he's gone? Quinshawn Judkins. What if he can't? What, what, what if he was excited to work with Bill O'Brien and to help him see what he could do to help him be a better football player before he goes to the National Football League? What about guys like uh, Brian Hartline, who is not a player but is a co-offensive coordinator, and he was looking forward to working with a guy who is a seasoned vet in the game? He is gone. They're both positive 
in negative ways, potential departure of Bill O'Brien could impact the Buckeyes. The one area that could be a positive, and this is a little odd to even say right now, it goes to Bill O'Brien not being there that long. As excited as some of these guys are to be coached by Bill O'Brien, and I would be as well, you ain't gone through a full Buckeye practice with Bill O'Brien yet. You haven't really gone through a full walkthrough with Bill O'Brien yet. Yeah, you've been in the weight room. Yeah, you started winning workouts. But there are so many things, on-field things, that you have not done yet. So the potential impact is all speculative. It is all wondering if these things are going to happen or waiting to see what might happen or this or that or this or that. It's a great tool and it's a great thought to say, hey, I would love to work with Bill O'Brien. Absolutely. But if he has to deal with a family matter or if he wants to go be a head coach somewhere else, good for him. But also, he ain't been here that long. And that might be one of the best things, as abnormal as this might sound, for the players that the guy you wanted to be coached by, he ain't been here that long. So all you got to do is simply just play your game and work with the guys you've been working with for quite a long time, and things will be A-O-K. Now, the negative side is a little bit different. What if there are guys out there that negatively are thinking right now, and dang, Bill O'Brien's gone. That was a big damper to the coaching staff. That was a, that might put a big hurt on Ryan Day's offseason uh, tasks. That might put a big hurt on a lot of the things that the other coaches wanted to work on because now they got to work on recruiting some more and stuff in the film room and stuff on the field. Why? Because Bill O'Brien is gone. Now, there's one thing here that we talk about a lot, and I don't really touch on this portion where the coach leaves um, heavily, even though this, it's a heavy thing. Bill O'Brien leaving at this point in time, if he leaves, it doesn't really hurt the recruiting at all because he hadn't been here long enough to really establish himself and to go on all the visits and to do all the things you would want him to do. It doesn't really hurt that part of Ohio State's offensive recruiting if he des- decides to leave right now because of the time he spent at Ohio State. <clears throat> a little bit different than when Perry Eliano left. Because if Pierre Eliano, Eliano left, he had been there for two years, had a track record with the guys that are currently there. He was recruiting certain guys to be there. And then all of a sudden, these athletes are being recruited by somebody else who is going to be a part of their development at Ohio State and Tim Walton or maybe even Matt Guerrero. But you don't really have a true relationship with them like you had Pierre Eliano. Now, Pierre Eliano maybe got let go due to the recruiting and maybe some misses that he had there. But keep in mind, you're going to win some, you're going to lose some. This is why recently I touched on with Brian Smith, um, something that one of his buddies said and John Garcia Jr., who used to be here doing recruiting with us. And John Garcia talked about it, and he said, hey, you're going to win some, you're going to lose some. Talk about Larry Johnson and the string of misses that he had on elite defensive linemen, D linemen, D ends, and D tackles. You're going to win some, and you're going to lose some. That's just a nature of the beast. But Bill O'Brien had been here that long, so the recruiting doesn't really impact it that much, if at all, because of the time he's been at Ohio State. Now, when I mentioned earlier that there was a coach or think about a coach that might end up um, potentially – um, leaving and the emotions you felt. I remember my 
junior year of high school. And I was not close to this coach at all. Um, really no real out outside of the football field. Didn't have a relationship, a friendship, nothing. He had coach Tim Barthel was married, had two boys, ended up going to Cathedral High School um, to be the OC there. And I do believe his boys ended up going there to play football and uh, did a phenomenal job playing there. I think that one of them won state as well. So, no, he made a career move, a family move, and it made a whole lot of sense for him to leave LC, especially when he did, to go to Cathedral to be the OC. Coach Scott Fisher came up and became the high school football coach at LC after that. Now, Scott Fisher was previously the wide receiver coach at Ohio State and the OC under Tim Barthel. And he was also my shot put in discus coach by freshman and sophomore years at high school. And those were the only two years I, sh- I threw shot put in discus. I was not that good at all, at all. However, Scott Fisher didn't really have the best relationship with a lot of people. He kind of rubbed people the wrong way, rubbed me the wrong way. And the way that he, he, he led us in during, our, during my senior year, it rubbed me the wrong way. At this same time, Coach Scott Fisher was the LC head football coach my senior year, my brother's sophomore year, I graduate. He is still the head football coach my brother's junior year. Then all of a sudden, it was either in the midst of spring in April or prior to the spring starting, he bolts out of LC to go take a head coaching job at Bishop Chatard. Oh, Chatard, um, or maybe it was a park tutor. One of the two, but he I know he was at Chatard at one point. He was the head coach there. Now, I remember not only my brother, but other people in the way that they were a little upset Scott Fisher put a belief in these young men. Scott Fisher was a guy that said, hey, I know exactly. He was talking about belief and what they could do and started sophomores early. So after senior year, they'd be really, really good. And you'll have a really good shot of winning sectional in the conference and all of that stuff. But he left. Now, maybe Bill O'Brien, even though he hasn't been there for quite a long time, he's already made a connection with some of the guys. And they're really excited to be coached by him. And then all of a sudden, he's potentially, I say potentially, he could be gone. That could have a negative impact. And you could be looking at, you could be looking at the next guy sideways because, hey, this guy just left me for another job. Are you going to do the same thing too? And it might impact how you listen to him, how you interact with him, how you respond when he's trying to coach you up during practice. I know Bill O'Brien hasn't been there for a long time, but his departure, man, there's so many angles to this potential decision. Now, if Bill O'Brien leaves, who could be or might be the next offensive coordinator? We dive into that next on Locked on Buckeyes. This episode is brought to you by our friends at eBay Motors. Passion, drive, and patience. What brings home the winning trophy is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance from superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has got you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, we're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to turn your car into the MVP and bring home that win. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only, exclusions apply. Eligible items, excuse me, eBay guaranteed fit, only available to U.S. customers. This episode 
is also brought to you by our friends at Billiards Plus. Billiards Plus has the best selection of pool tables, game tables, shuffleboard tables, and more. And the best service in Central Ohio. And guys, check this out. Billiards Plus carries grills that have up to 30-year warranties. Everything you need for in-home and backyard entertainment is at Billiards Plus. And the grills, whether you like charcoal, like yours truly, or gas or wood-fired, Billiards Plus has the perfect setup for all grillers. They are family-owned and operated. And when you talk to the staff at Billiards Plus, you know you're talking to an expert who won't steer you wrong. No matter the season, Billiards Plus has you covered for all your indoor and outdoor entertainment needs. Kenny, Sarah, and the whole staff will go will always go above and beyond to give you the best customer service in the industry. Billiards Plus, visit their showroom on Dublin Center Drive in Dublin. Thank you for making Locked On Buck, guys. Your first listen or first watch of every single day. When Ohio State is looking for an offensive coordinator, there's going to be one coach that comes into mind. With a, there's a second coach that comes into mind, at least in mind, thinking about the guys that might be Ohio State's next offensive coordinator if Bill O'Brien leaves Ohio State to be the head coach for Boston College. The one guy that I think is a no-brainer that needs to be in your mind is Chip Kelly. Currently the head coach at UCLA. Things have gone well at times, and things have not gone hot. One of those guys that I'm not really sure how it would be received or how he would feel comfortable working under Ryan Day, who he is his friend. And I don't know if Ryan Day wants to hire another one of his friends to work with him because, well, Sometimes those relationships need to be, be kept as friend relationships and not be working relationships. Because when you mix a friendship and a uh, and a working environment, it might not go the way that you want it to go. Chip Kelly's a phenomenal offensive mind, but there are, I've watched a lot of football. I might want Ryan Day calling the players run of the offense over Chip Kelly, at least right now, with the current players on Ohio State's team. The team that Ryan Day understands, he knows, but if you want a guy, the kind of guy that I think Ohio State needs to go after, a guy who's been a previous offensive coordinator and a previous head coach, both of those titles. It could be both at the college level. It could be both at the NFL level. No matter what it is, he needs to have those two titles previously. And I'm not looking saying like he he, he went 0-18. Like, I'm not looking for that. Got to have some type of success. Bill O'Brien has some, some success at Penn State. The same with the Houston Texans. Hey. That's a resume-building opportunity right there for B.O.B., Bill O'Brien. That's exactly what happened. So if you're a Chip Kelly guy, which I would not say go out there and, get and do that thing, so be it. Go get him. But also, i got two more names here. One's a positive yes, one's an absolutely not. Another one is Jason Candle. Now, Jason Candle is currently the head coach at Toledo, and – he is one that I still think would be an opportunity, would be a guy that people would go after and Ryan Day should go after. If it's, hey, Jason Candle, if he's available, you go get him. He's been in Toledo since 2009, um, tight ends coach, wide receivers coach, OC and wide receivers coach, associate head coach, quarterback coach, been the head coach since 2016, had a lot of titles between 2009 to 2015 before becoming the head ball coach there for the uh, Toledo 
Rockets, I do believe. Excuse me if I said that wrong. Forgive me for I know not what I say. It is it is Toledo Rockets. So many mascots and nicknames in college football. Sometimes I get them confused and twisted, but I didn't do that at that point in time. Now, Kendall was a guy that earlier when Ryan Day was looking for an offensive coordinator and there were rooms out there who Ryan Day might be looking after and this and that. But there were many people that were saying Kendall was a guy that Ryan Day is high on. And I do believe, though, this guy fits the description. A former coordinator, 2012 to 2015 at Toledo, 20, uh, 2007 to 2008 offensive coordinator at Mountain Union. So he's not only doing it at the D1 level, doing it at a lower level as well, at a power at the D3 level of college football. But then a college football coach since 2016 that Ohio State had to go up against and had a phenomenal offensive game plan, and if they had a few more athletes and a little bit better skilled players, would have had a realistic shot to beat Ohio State that day. If you remember that game, this was, was it, 2021? The defense wasn't good, man. Like, 21, 20, I don't forget the year. The defense was bad. <laughs> I'm not trying to sugarcoat it. I'm tired of sugarcoating stuff with that defense, man. That was not fun to watch. However, keep this in mind. Candle would be one of those guys that I do think might not use this as a stepping stone, but might be here for a while. Now I read an article, not saying what publication put it out there, what website. If Ohio State goes out there and hires Frank Reich, I am going to riot. I saw too many close football games where the offensive game plan was trash. Quarterback development was not there. The players on offense were just not getting better. The situational play calling and late situations, they were atrocious. I will push back on anybody that says Frank Wright should come to Ohio State to be the OC and QB coach. You saw what happened in Carolina. That man got fired before before the season ended. Why in the world does it make sense in anybody's mind to go out there and get Frank Wright? If you're trying to just fill space in an article, great but make it make sense. That'll make sense. No day of the week. Not at all. Not twice. On, no, that don't make no sense at all. Frank Reich, keep hearing he's a good offensive coordinator, a good offensive mind. I want to see it, buddy. Now, maybe he's not fit for a head coaching job. Cool. Great. Cool. Um, Did he really have the success or similar success or some mediocre success as a head coach in the National Football League? Not really. No. No. So don't bring him to Columbus to be the head football coach of the Ohio State Buckeyes. Out of here on a Tuesday, Buckeye fans. Got one more. One more. Well, I don't think it's Thursday. Oh, this has been a busy week already. I uh, got a lot of stuff going on currently in my life. Uh, got a lot more shows coming your way this week. If there's more Bill O'Brien news, we'll touch on it on the show. Going to definitely touch on the impact and a different angle of the impact of Naeem Offers commitment to Ohio State, who was the number one player in the state of Alabama and the number five player in the current recruiting cycle and number one corner in the class as well. A lot of good stuff when you watch Naeem Offers film. But trust me, if you haven't done it yet, go do it. You owe it to yourself to put that film in front of your eyes and just ooh and ah and how good that young man is. If you have not heard or you have not done it yet, make sure you check out Lockdown's 24-7 streaming channel because Lockdown has launched the first ever 24-7 streaming channel on the YouTube. Lockdown Sports Today is here for you 24-7 covering the top sports stories of the day with the local experts of Lockdown Plus, our national shows covering every league. Guys, 
Make sure you go to Locked On Sports today on the YouTube, and make sure you subscribe to the first ever National Sports 24-7 streaming channel found only at the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. This has been Locked On Buckeyes here on a Tuesday. We will see you next time.